Hey folks, I'm here today to tell you about Visible. Something unfortunate about wireless services, what you see isn't always what you get. But with Visible, what you see is what you get. No perception check required. Switch to Visible, the wireless company that makes wireless visible. Get a one-line plan with unlimited 5G data powered by Verizon for just $25 a month, taxes and fees included. If you're looking for a carrier that is upfront with no hidden fees, then go to Visible.com to make the switch. You don't need more than one line of wireless to save, and you're going to be getting unlimited 5G data powered by Verizon. Visible is the wireless carrier that's constantly operating from a zone of truth. In their quest for total transparency, Visible wants you to know the monthly rate on the Visible plan. For data management practices and additional terms, visit Visible.com. Save on wireless without the hassle. Switch to Visible today and save at Visible.com. Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDIC. All right, go ahead and roll for perception. I got a 13. Hey, that's pretty good. With that, you can tell there's some fantasy situations going on. You hear some adult language. And with that, you can tell this podcast probably isn't for kids. Hey, everybody. Welcome to the Dungeon Cast. I'm Will. And I am Brian. This is the podcast where we talk about everything Dungeons and Dragons, from phantasmal foes to foul fogs. And today, we're talking about Isamar. Yeah. Brian um well all right <laughs> we're gonna we're gonna talk about uh, uh we're gonna do a race episode today it's been a while actually. it has been yeah so we're uh, running out <laughs> yeah well you know well there's no there's plenty really um there's more than a few okay it'll, cool. it'll carry us through uh and today we're gonna talk about a very popular race um ASMR. nice now what do you know about them before I actually tell you how wrong you are okay um <laughs> they have skin well, yeah. Of All right. Course, yeah. <laughs> On a roll. Let's go. Um, no, I don't know anything about them, really. Okay. I know that they're kind of, uh, they, they have this like um, angelic kind of feel to yes, them. Yes, very much so. Okay. Yeah. I just like glanced over that shit in the book. I'm like, yeah. nah. <laughs> oh, okay. Uh, that's honest, honestly, that's uh, surprising that was your reaction. They're so popular. I, I noticed a lot of players uh, using ASMR. Um, they're almost like the new, the new better tiefling. Uh, speaking of tieflings... In the simplest terms, I would say ASMR are the antithesis of tieflings. The opposite they, side they, of the same yeah, coin. Yeah, they are the opposite side of the same coin. They are the yin to the tieflings yang. So they are angelic um, then. They are angelic. Then. They are okay. celestial in nature. They are what are called plain-touched individuals. Uh, oh. Tieflings would also be considered plain-touched. Like how Genasi um, are kind of like exactly, plain-touched. Oh, exactly. very cool. All in very the cool. same wheelhouse. Because of that, they're usually, they're, their usual like template race is they're based off humans. And then they're they're spiced up with some plainer stuff. Yeah, okay, like um, their features and their physical features and exactly. things like that. Exactly. Generally speaking, an ASMR is going to be uh, born amongst humans. Um, it doesn't have to be like at all. Uh, you can you can just you know spice it up however you want. It could be a gnome, it could be a halfling, but okay. they're going to use the ASMR template. 
Um, I think it's pretty fitting that it's usually humans because humans have a tendency to be the most religious of the races. Now, that's not like in lore. It's just something I see a lot. Usually the humans are the ones that are super uh, devout and into their gods. I, I look at it like humans are the most corruptible or changeable of all the races. Yeah, definitely. Influenceable. Definitely. They're the most influenceable. Yeah, it is now. We're, we're Shakespeare here. Easily influenced. <laughs> yeah, oh, easily let's influenced. just be Shakespeare. Uh, yeah, influenceable. There we go. Uh, TM, TM. Uh, <laughs> there we go. There we go. Yeah, and like, or their biology seems to mix well with fucking everything. So yeah, yeah. So um, nasties. Traditionally, m- they're most commonly depicted as having um, like angelic or celestial blood somewhere in their ancestry. Yeah. Okay. Now, now tieflings can ha- kind of have this lore as well. Although um, there's the other kind of tiefling lore where it's more about like there was a ancestral deal with the devil that was made, and it's a curse. Right. Um, ASMR also have an alternative to the simple explanation of it being in your blood. That good curse. Yeah, it's it's, it's almost like that good (laughs) curse. Uh, Some would consider it a curse, and we'll get into that. So um, 5th edition has put more of a prophetic or chosen one vibe on the race, um, which there are things about it I really like and I think are awesome if if that's the kind of character you want to make. But obviously everyone who wants to be an ASMR maybe doesn't want this burden on their character so there's part of me that doesn't like this necessarily but okay to to put it to put it in uh simple terms is basically the asmr they say that asmr are sent into the world by a god or a power of good from the heavens with a preordained path oh sent with a greater purpose uh set up for them i see like almost like your destiny is already laid out before you we have sent you here to do this and like rather than there is actual uh, angelic biology in your DNA. It's they essentially a piece of heaven was forged into your soul Fuck. and into the, the soul of this mortal baby. Because, you know, babies in D&D, Ugh. you just never know what's going to happen. Leave a baby alone. Um, it, it, this sounds yeah. like, uh, was it Demons or Devils where like a demon lord or a, a high devil would put like a, a like an evil book into a library somewhere for somebody to open and read in order to set off a, ch- a spiraling chain of events that would eventually lead to like their summoning or something like that. Um okay, what you're referring to, I talked about I think in the warlock episode where we were talking about uh, the great old ones. Yeah, okay. Where I, I was talking about how the great old ones would work on such a grand scale of time that I got to like, get my dungeon cast lore straight. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> um that that they would give orders to their warlocks that just wouldn't make sense or seem to come to any to- form of fruition. Okay. But that's because they're working on such a grand scale. They're working on like a butterfly effect times a thousand. Exactly. Yeah. So that sounds like a kind of like, oh, I want to put you into the world with a greater purpose to yeah. like affect your surroundings in my name. Yes, but usually it's going to be on a much smaller scale. Like basically... We're going to put you here at point A. You need to get over here to point B, and you're going to go through these trials. And uh, you were born to kill the Leviathan. Yeah. Exactly. Uh, it's yeah, a very, okay. like, uh, uh, I don't know, like, Greek mythology type thing. Exactly. Or even yeah, like that's a, what I went to. Almost like a, a messianic kind of story. And, like, that can be super cool. I don't like that this is baked directly into the race's lore because it's like, that's, I don't know, I think it's just It's ridiculous. predetermining some decision making. Exactly, and I don't like that. But there are really cool things that come out of this. I, I'm not going to shit all over the idea. There are really cool things about it. I just, 
Also, I, I think it's it's just simpler sometimes to be like, yeah, your plane touched. Are we going to explore that or are yeah. we not? Yeah, work with and your that, dungeon master because exactly. when you make a decision to play a character like this, if that's the route you want to go, yeah. you're going to need to work that into the story at some point. Yeah. Uh, that being said, like you can also, just because you were given this path doesn't mean you have to follow it. Like Not all ASMR are good. A though. And they're not always lawful, but they heavily lean towards this alignment, but they are people with free will. Yeah. They don't have to follow this they, though they're often sent visions from an early age about what they're supposed to do and what they need to do, um, they don't have to follow it. Uh, a lot of times, uh, they'll they'll what's the word? I'm, they'll 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 gnash their teeth and, and rail against it. Like they don't. They uh, rebel. They'll rebel. Yeah. yeah, absolutely. You'll get a vision um, in the middle of the night from your deity or whatever that put your put yeah. you on this path, and then when you don't do the thing, you're going to start getting visions of them giving you the bird. Yeah, yeah, there we go. Hey, man, um, fuck you. I told you to go kill the Leviathan. Yeah, yeah well, I don't want to. Yeah. Oh, well, fuck you. <laughs> yeah, Okay, exactly. then. So, and, and sometimes rebelling can lead to some some crazy, horrible things, and we'll get into that. But first, let's, let's talk about, let's start from the basics. So, an ASMR is essentially what they look like is a supermodel human, almost like a superhero. You know, superheroes are always like physically perfect yeah, the, specimens. the apex. The, the apex, yeah. Uh, that's how ASMR are with oh, humans. They're shit, all perfect okay. tens. They're usually tall. They're beautiful. They have a slightly otherworldliness about them, almost like elves. They have. I was about of, to say, and I almost said at the beginning of the episode, it's like, man, there's going to be some elf nonsense where they're yeah. going to be real pissed off and jealous how they're not the chosen boys. Yeah, so <laughs> so there there's a slight otherworldliness, almost like it's, it's not specified what the otherworldliness necessarily needs to be. Okay. But I liken it to like, well, like elves are the ridiculous graceful it just doesn't look quite natural i think with asmr it's just there's probably something about their personality or the look in their eyes that just kind of like maybe maybe makes you feel exposed like you know mm. they're judging your soul because oh, you were sinful and they're a little bit more holier than thou you feel compelled to confess yeah That'd maybe be hilarious. i mean there, there could be all kinds of ways to interpret this but there usually is some slightly otherworldly uh quality to them okay um, they're known to have golden or silver eyes or golden or silver hair. Sometimes they have wings, that, oh, like fuck. wings of light. Um, not all the time. Um, again, like sometimes tieflings can have wings, and that's like the. Uh, I did not know that. Yeah, yeah. That in the in the Sword Coast Adventures guide, there is an option where you could take wings and you sacrifice something else for that. I don't remember the details. So on you that. mean like usable wings? Usable wings. Son of a bitch. One. Yeah. So wow. Uh, Aarakocra are not the only ones. <laughs> wow. Um. So so yeah, and and the thing is, um, because of this prophetic nature of their birth, uh, sometimes their births are hailed as blessed events. <laughs> Shit. Which can lead to good things and bad things because sometimes, again, just adds on to the pressure of like, you're sent here to do shit and you don't have a life. For yeah, and all the people in your hometown expect some bullshit exactly. out of you. Exactly. Um, or, you know, maybe it just means you were raised in a really loving atmosphere because, like, they know you're you're dope and you're always going to be dope. They're and super like, down for you. Yeah, maybe, maybe that. Um, Bro, there was this giant star <laughs> above your house when you were born. Sick. I love you. <laughs> Yeah, there we go. I think that, I think more often than not, it leads to problems. Okay. Um, for a few reasons. Uh, I think it leads to an innate loneliness. Because ASMR, they're, 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 number one, they're super rare. So there's not going to be a lot of ASMR for them mm. to go meet and talk to. There's going to be way more tieflings in them. Uh, yeah, because you're not you can't like breed to produce your numbers. Exactly, tieflings breed true. Asmr can't breed at all. Like, oh, you, interesting. Well, they can breed, but like they won't. They can't birth breed other ASMR. ASMR. Oh, like, ASMR okay. in this lore are sent into the world. So human Asmr have human children most likely. 
Yeah, I would say so. Unless, again, you're going with the uh, biological thing, which is what I would do in my world. But again, let, let's I want to explore this 5e stuff because this is what I'm used to. And I was like, this is fascinating. It's not what I'm going to use all the time, but it's pretty cool. OK, um, so so you got that kind of general rarity. You got this otherworldliness, which is going to make even if people are your friends, like they're going to there's a certain amount of unrelatability to that other people are going to have with you. It's kind of like Superman. Like yeah, Superman is I, a super I get where you're dope going. dude. He's awesome. Everyone loves him. But like, you can't really relate with the guy. Yeah. Like, the Superman goes Clark Kent when he wants to be exactly, like acceptable. Exactly. And you're going to have that kind of effect, even to the point where like, uh, and Ace Mars parents might have trouble. Like, how do you raise this being that has a piece of heaven in them? And like, you know what I mean? <laughs> it just leads to complications, um, which can lead to also there's the whole jealousy thing. Like, remember I said these these people are perfect ten, so we're talking Acne, crooked teeth, balding. These things don't happen for ASMR. Oh, they look perfect. They're probably uh, good at everything they do. In, in, they have in really nice calves. Really nice calves. Uh, you know, in in relation to like commoner's life. Okay. Like they're they're going to be good at everything. Uh, and that could lead to jealousy and mistreatment. Yeah. Also just being different. You're really good at bullying. handball and like that. it starts to get on everyone's nerves and yeah. they stop letting you play after a while. <laughs> there you go. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> um, so. have, or you play in teams and they pair you with some piece of shit kid. Yeah. Which is also bad. Right. So, so there you go. Um, so yeah, it can lead to all these problems. Mm. It doesn't have to, but it can. And, uh, and that can lead to ASMR corruption, <gasps> which well, we'll, t- we'll talk about a little bit, but, um, corruption. yeah, we'll talk about, we'll talk about the corruption part in a bit. Okay. I want to stay on the latter side of things because like the last five episodes have been like death and <laughs> evil and well, you know what makes me, I feel- drink my brother's blood. <laughs> oh God. You know what makes me feel like, well, what? A short rest. You know what? I think you're right. Let's take a short rest. Short rest. <laughs> Selling a little or a lot? Shopify helps you do your thing, however you cha-ching. Shopify is the global commerce platform that helps you sell at every stage of your business. From the launch your online shop stage to the first real-life store stage, all the way to did we just hit a million orders stage? Shopify is there to help you grow. Whether you're selling scented soap or offering outdoor outfits, Shopify helps you sell everywhere. From their all-in-one e-commerce platform to their in-person POS system, wherever and whatever you're selling, Shopify's got you covered. Shopify helps you turn browsers into buyers with the internet's best converting checkout, 15% better on average compared to other leading commerce platforms. And sell more with less effort thanks to Shopify Magic, your AI-powered all-star. Shopify is great. They're taking businesses of all sizes, cradling them in their arms, to help them grow by giving them the tools they need. Shopify powers 10% of all e-commerce in the U.S., and Shopify is the global force behind Allbirds, Rothy's, and Brooklinen, and millions of other entrepreneurs of every size across 175 countries. Plus, Shopify's award-winning 24-7 help is there to support your success at every step of the way. Because businesses that grow, grow with Shopify. Sign up for a $1 per month trial period at shopify.com slash dungeoncast, all lowercase. Go to shopify.com slash dungeoncast now to grow your business no matter what stage you're in. Shopify.com slash dungeoncast. Greetings, adventurers. Today we're excited to introduce you to a new story, Dark Dice, a horror podcast that blurs the line between actual play and audio drama, where the story is determined by the roll of the dice. 
Six adventurers embark on a journey into the ruinous domain of the Nameless God. They will never be the same again. One of the players is now what they seem after a doppelganger, a creature that can assume the form and voice of whatever it kills, infiltrates the team. As the players are picked off and replaced one at a time, can they figure out who the monster is before it's too late? Can you? Here's a quick example of what our show sounds like. The uh, shambler with the jar of liquid inside of him. Soren Arkwright let loose an arrow that cracked the glass, passing through the spine of the creature. The shambler still managed to maintain its forward momentum, but stumbled as it eagerly tried to bite and swipe at Soren, landing near his feet. As Jeff Goldblum has now joined our cast, Dark Dice is available however you listen to podcasts. Hey everybody, welcome to the part of the episode where you can put the last thing we were talking about out of your mind. <laughs> listen to this new thing. It's about you guys. Thanks, guys, for listening to the show and for making it to this part of the episode. We really appreciate it. Really appreciate all of the new subscribers on YouTube. Thank you guys so much. Thanks for hitting that like button. Really psychs us up. Uh, thanks for going on to SoundCloud, reposting our stuff, downloading the show, giving us that listen. It, it means a lot to us. It really does. Yeah, you guys are awesome. Uh, I can't thank you enough. And we, we have some things we want to tell you here. Uh, I mean, that's what we use this short rest for. Uh, first, let's shout out to uh, our new patrons. Yes, uh, we did get a new patron. Uh, thank you, Jade. Uh, thank you, thank you for for coming on, hopping onto the boat. Thank you, Jade. Um, and we want to give uh, I, man, I fucked up your name last time. I'm so sorry, uh, <laughs> Jack Andrew Lapoe. We got it right this time. I think I got it right. Thanks, thanks for commenting and letting us know the proper uh, pronunciation of your name, Jack. We yeah. really appreciate it. And for anyone else, if I fucked up your name, let me know. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, absolutely. We want to get, get it right. right. So sorry. Um, Next, let's uh, with the contest, the the ever going contest is still going. It's been going uh, on. It's been going on for a while. while. Uh, I don't think I'm going to start a contest as far removed from the reward date as I did this time ever again. But uh, I think when this episode airs, there will be like two weeks left in the contest. Uh, we're, right. we're basically we're going to announce the winner of Xanathar's Guide to Everything, uh, the two winners on November 21st, which is the day that the book drops. Um, and if you want to enter, if you want a chance to win this awesome book. We uh, all all we ask you to do is tweet a link to our show to your followers with the hashtag DungeonCast. You will be entered. And if you want to be entered in a second way, uh, you can leave an iTunes review and you'll be entered again. Um, and yeah. And thanks for everybody who has tweeted out a link to the show. Will's keeping a list that's growing in number. Yes. And for everybody that's left uh, all these sweet iTunes reviews, um, you guys have been coming out in numbers and mm-hmm. really uh, making me smile. Yeah, it's been really nice. Thank you guys so much. Uh, we put a lot of um, work into the show and we, we appreciate that you guys are appreciative yeah. of that. So thanks a lot. Uh, someone reached out to us and asked us if we were going to review Xanathar's Guide to Everything. And the answer to that is absolutely yes. Hell yeah. uh, I don't think I've been uh, as excited for any of the D&D books since the core 5th edition stuff has come out as I am for this book. It's got the Hexblade in it, which I'm super stoked about. It's got the Monster Slayer Ranger in it, which I'm super stoked about. It's got all kinds of cool stuff. So yeah, we're, we'll be reviewing it, definitely. And I think it's also going to be so much material, it will end up launching uh, a redive into classes. Because yes. at this point, there's so much extra class stuff that wasn't in the core books that we might be doing a part deux. Part of all the, the, it's definitely spark, it's definitely going to spark a new uh, a new spiral of episodes for us absolutely and it, we know it's going to be something that uh, viewers are are interested in in getting into. Um, you can find us on soundcloud.com slash the dungeon cast. You can search for us on YouTube. Uh, <laughs> just search the dungeon cast. Thank you, Josh Freeland. Um, 
You can find us on Twitter at the Dungeon Cast, thedungeoncast at gmail.com. If you want to send us anything like a personal message or give us some critiques, we always appreciate that. Leave us an iTunes review. We really appreciate it. You'll get entered in the contest. And you can find us on our recently launched Patreon. There's a ton of excellent bonus content there. And for all of our patrons who are hearing this, on Halloween, we dropped our um, horror game that Will put together for us. It was a lot of fun oh, to play. Yeah. God, We're not fun. done recording it. Unfortunately, this game is running a little longer than we expected, <laughs> and we have some more stuff to record, but it'll definitely be done well before Thanksgiving. The horror has been paralyzed. No. <laughs> yeah. So, um, yeah, I think we recorded about four hours worth of game, and I think it's going to take another four. Uh, we'll probably get it out in the next couple weeks. Yeah. Um, um, we're pretty much we're done with what we've recorded as far as post-production goes. So, Patreon, you have seen it. Um, um, and I think we dropped the first part of the first quarter of the adventure on uh, on the feed. So let us know what you think. And if you want to finish out the adventure, go to our Patreon. Uh, just go to patreon.com slash the dungeon cast and you can see what we have to reward patrons there with. Um, there's plenty of tiers, no matter what, uh, what kind of contribution you want to make. We appreciate it regardless. Um, and we're constantly trying to give everybody on Patreon more Uh we really appreciate you guys helping us out like that. So uh, we want to give you as much as we can, and we're reorganizing some tiers and stuff like that to give you guys as much as we can, as much content as we can put out. We're fiends for content. We oh, know yeah. you are too. <laughs> Speaking um, of content, well, hold on. Oh. I got one last thing to say before okay. we get back to our content. Um, I just want to say that we uh, we were lucky enough to receive awesome permission to use uh, some some music for our Halloween adventure from the creator Nox Arcana. And we will have left all the info that uh, can get you to Nox Arcana's content uh, in the Halloween episode. But I wanted to also uh, shout out to them and leave that same information in one of our main episodes because I feel like they deserve it. They gave us permission to use all that awesome, awesome music. And And I uh, definitely, it got put to good use. Yeah, and if you are a fan of gothic horror or just general scary movies and the the vibe and the atmosphere, check out Nox Arcana. You can find them on YouTube and we'll we'll also provide a link to buying a lot of their stuff. And uh, it's just some of the coolest stuff out there. I had a lot of fun working with it and applying it to the concepts you were putting together. So Thanks, guys. Thanks, you guys, Knox Arcana. Thanks, listeners. And uh, should we get back to the show? Let's get back. Let's to the get show. back to the show. Oh, well, hello, hello, Will. <laughs> hey, hey, man. <laughs> All right, so um, let's get back to ASMR. Yes, let's get back to ASMR. Let's do. So uh, we were talking about how lonely they were. Um, and I want to actually talk a little bit more about that because there's more to it. Um, we talked about how their otherworldliness can be off-putting. We talked about how they might even, when they're superly embraced, like just feel inherently lonely because there's no one else like them. There's another thing that could happen is because they're so um, considered such a, a holy event, they might not even be like viewed as a person but like as like a divine intention incarnate. Yeah, a symbol. Like, yeah, a symbol. And like that's going to drive you to loneliness. Um, it's hard being the best. We talked about how it's hard. Being, it's, we talked about how um, they're probably not going to know any other ASMR. As a matter of fact, the closest thing to something like them they're going to find is a tiefling. And tieflings probably hate them because as similar as they are, like ASMR get all the like the good looks and like they're generally accepted and like seen as this good thing. Well, tieflings are considered like these almost borderline monsters. I mean, some you're of the associated time. with devils. Yeah, that exactly. can't be great. So tieflings like Fuck even if you're you. good looking. Yeah, you know? exactly. Although I think you have if, horns and a, a tail. If, if a tiefling and an ASMR could sit down and have a conversation, I think they'd find more in common. 
with each other than than you would originally think. Uh, because of all this, ASMR tend to try and be low profile. They tend not to try and flaunt their abilities because like it just draws attention, and usually that's not good. But um, all of these things can kind of like cause a character can. All these things can be really good for character development if you're deciding to roll an ASMR because it can make you ask some questions. Like, you were born for the for a purpose, right? Like, how much does all this responsibility suck? Or do you embrace it? Like, are you super gung-ho about it? Like, is this gift, is it a curse? Um, do you abandon your goal that you're, like, designed to... to yeah, the fact that you're designed to go do something. Who are you as yeah. a person deep you? down, yeah. and how do you handle this stress? Because exactly. it's going to be stressful. Luckily, all this loneliness doesn't have to be so lonely. Because, because a group of wandering adventurers no. has made their way into your town, well, and you've decided that accomplishing <laughs> your goals would be much easier with a party like them. Well, yeah, but also something <laughs> also ridiculously fucking cool is all ASMR are gifted with a celestial guide, their own private angel. And this, yeah, and this guy can send them Roma Downey, huh? Yeah, (laughs) exactly. This guy can send them visions or empathic waves. Rarely is it actual conversation, but like general help. It's your guardian angel. Your guardian angel. You get one. You actually get one. That's badass. Super cool. I think I would Uh, still prefer a familiar if I had a choice between like a little guy. Yeah, this is definitely not your pet. (laughs) Um, I have an angel guardian. It looks like a dragon. It just kind of flies nearby. That'd be pretty cool. Flavor it up. Yeah, absolutely. Um, I think if I were going to explore this, I would probably... I would want to have a guardian uh, celestial guide that actually can talk to you, at least minimally, um, because the, the constant empathic ways would just get annoying after a while. It's like, <laughs> what do you want? Like, talk to me. You can role play yeah. that. Like, so, yeah. I, I, I'm not, I'm not getting what you're putting out. Yeah. I mean, it feels great, and I appreciate yeah, it. But like, yeah. what are you saying to exactly, me? Exactly, <laughs> exactly. Now, I think this is the coolest fucking thing to come out of this whole prophetic spin on the ASMR. Um, the guardian it's angel. The guardian is the oh, celestial yeah. guide. Like how? Like it's just really cool. It gives a DM a lot to work with. And also, mm-hmm. like it's it's it lends ASMR towards like ASMR. Are usually, um, they are traditionally uh, seen as like good clerics and paladins. Yeah. Right? Okay. Like, that makes sense. They're, they're holy. They get awesome stats towards those classes. We'll talk about it in a little bit. Um, they they generally like like paladins. They got a quest and they have to go do it. You know what I mean? <laughs> yeah. But I like this idea of having the celestial guide. It's like you could go warlock with this. Maybe your celestial hey. guide is your patron, and like there is an awesome celestial. I'm warlock your conduit path. from to from your god to give you these powers. Exactly, and and also there is the sorcerer. There is now um, a sorcerer path. I don't know if it's unearthed arcana and coming out in Xanathar's guide, but at the very least, it's in the unearthed arcana where you have a celestial power source for your arcane magic hmm. as a sorcerer. It all sounds kind of clericky, like, but maybe I want to do warlock stuff instead of cleric stuff. Exactly. Like, yeah. not all divine magic is healing and support. Sometimes it's fucking beams of radiant justice that burn <laughs> your head off. <laughs> and maybe that's what you want to do. But speaking of all this uh, holier than thou magic, let's talk about going evil because. Uh, if an ASMR turns to to evil, it will corrupt like the part of divinity that's in them, mm-hmm. and that piece of holy imbuement. Exactly, just uh, make up just words. by doing evil and being evil, it inherently transforms that, and it will inherently affect a lot of the abilities they get because uh, ASMR 
like tieflings get like this inherent infernal magic, uh-huh. Asimar get this inherent celestial magic, and that cool. expresses itself in a few different ways. They get to speak celestial too, right? I believe that, so. Yeah, just like tieflings right. get infernal, which honestly doesn't make sense. Like I, for tieflings too, this doesn't make sense. Like like tieflings are like they don't have a society who's passing on all this infernal. Do they just naturally understand it? That's a little weird. That's kind of interesting. Yeah, and there's right. there when oh man, we're talking about the tiefling a lot, but when sorry when we when you role play your tiefling in my game. Yeah. That's something that we're kind of working with. Like yeah. this Assassin's Creed, like your genetic memory is unlocking and giving you information right. without you earning that information. Exactly. Really. That's exactly right. Yeah. But but th- we're doing a lot of homebrew for that. Yeah. Like that's yeah. not in the lore. I just think it's funny. Um, it, like it makes sense that elves get elven and dwarves get dwarven. Maybe your guardian angel taught you celestial. Ah, there we go. That makes a lot of sense. And maybe uh, a little demon guy came into to you, your tiefling body in the night and just spoke it into your ear and you sure. woke up learning it. Sure, we'll go with that. <laughs> um, another fun fact about Asmar is uh, not not quite on the the level of half elves, but they they do get a lengthened lifespan. Oh, cool! They're probably like 120, 130 years. That little know? extra, yeah, a little extra. In case you need some more time to to get to get, to get what you need to get done, done. or um, if you you got it done on time and you just earned some retirement. Yeah. Hell yeah. There we go. So before we dive into the mechanics, which I, I want to do, do you have any questions or like comments or concerns about Asimar? Most Are you concerned about them, Brian? I'm a little concerned about how lonely it is at the top. Uh yeah. <laughs> I mean, I'm sure I'm sure it is lonely. Sad for them. Yeah. Find your adventuring party early so you don't have to be so sad all the time. Yeah, there you go. You bum. Yeah. <laughs> get out there. Okay, so let's let's talk stats. Yeah, all my questions are stat related. So let's okay, get cool. into it. We're gonna dive into it. So um the ASMR was originally I would say introduced in the Dungeon Master's Guide. It was basically, it was used as an example of how you could build your own race. Okay. Um, we're, we'll talk about that iteration at the end because then there, there has now been official ASMR material in Volo's Guide. And it is drastically different. Um, so, all there are three sub-races of ASMR. But the core ASMR race, you're going to get a plus two to charisma and you're going to plus one to wisdom. Or you're going to plus two charisma as an ASMR. Depending on your sub race, you'll either get wisdom, con, or strength. Okay. Which, when I read strength, I was like, that's a weird one. That's not something I would have thought, but we'll get into so it. So it's like I'm an ASMR, but I'm a human ASMR, so my second stat boost is going to be... Oh, that's not no, how it works. We'll, okay. We'll get to we'll get to the sub races in a second. Okay. Because they're interesting. Um, you're you're going to get dark vision. <laughs> There it is. Hey. Yeah, there it is. Because uh, holy you people get can to see resist. in the dark automatically. Yeah, because yeah, I, I guess they need to pierce the veil of darkness. They, they do. Sure. Uh, you resist both radiant and necrotic damage, so you get two resistances and both pretty common ones. Okay. Um, so we're, we're we're encroaching on a fairly powerful race. Yeah. I'll be honest with you up front. Uh, ASMR is the most powerful race we've talked about, and I think probably the most powerful race thus far that's come out it's overpowered it's not so overpowered like i would disallow it but it's it's distinctly more powerful than any race ought to be it has some um uh features that i would liken to class features but we'll get to that oh shit so after the resistances you get an ability called helping hands it's kind of like a lay on hands ability once per long rest you can heal equal amount of hp to your level Damn, that's a, l- a little heal. At level, that's pretty good. I mean, it's something. Yeah, well, level, I know we've said before, a little healing in five e goes a long way. It does. You know the light can, can trip uh, inherently. Cool. Like at this point, I would yeah. be drawing it to a close on my race features. Yeah, because now you're doing you're doing magic. Yeah, we're doing magic now. You get a heal. You get two resistances, and you get a cantrip. But no, there's more. So the uh, the sub races, um, 
But wait, there's more. Yeah, there are three subraces. There's the Protector subrace, the Scourge subrace, and the Fallen subrace. Okay. So the Protector subrace is like, you're really like a whole, you're really embracing the... Um, that the guardian angel feel and the guardian angel feel the trying to do good works in the world and you are going to get a feature called radiant soul where once per long rest you gain an angel transformation you gain the a fly speed of 30 feet huh? and you deal extra radiant damage to with all your attacks and spells equal to your level this last one minute Fuck. you get this at level one my friend so you can just do like just doing an extra five damage on attacks is pretty fucking cool yeah and you can do that once every day. Fuck. Uh, on top of that, uh, you can fly. I love days in campaigns where nothing happens. And like, <laughs> well, gonna pop this. Yeah, I know. <laughs> Start <laughs> flying around. Yeah. Check me out, everybody. <laughs> so, so, and that's and that's the only feature that you get for the service, but it's very powerful. I'm just like, that's that's like a class ability, especially like when you're uh, level. 12 and now you're doing 12 extra damage on all your shit son of a bitch like i know that's a high level but that's a lot of extra damage right but um on top of all your other class stuff but uh, i digress all right so next up is the scourge subrace which i thought when i read the name scourges it was going to be pretty evil uh but it's not it's actually the scourge thing is it's like you're about smiting evil oh you're scourging you're going, yeah, okay, you're going yeah. full vengeance paladin i see and your thing is called radiant consumption uh, once per long rest, you gain a fire transformation. An aura of 10 feet, all creatures take 10 radiant damage, and all attacks and spells deal extra radiant damage oh, equal shit. to your level. I love, ra- I love area of effect stuff in yeah. D&D. It's Again, really cool. Again, really fucking cool. That's you powerful. know what it is? Is all of these all of these features, they feel like 4th edition features, which 4th oh, edition they, is awesome. Yeah. But like this is Let super 4th edition Yeah, and this is... I just... I don't understand why... It's okay we did it with this race, but no other race is like this. Maybe whoever helped build this was horny for five, for four. Yeah, uh, apparently. Uh, again, it's super cool, but it is a little overpowered. All right, so next up, the fallen. Oh, and and just for clarification on the sub races, the protector sub race gets a plus one to wisdom, and the um, scourge race gets a plus one to con. Now Shit. let's talk about the fallen race. The fallen race is what happens if you turn to evil and it corrupts your inherent celestial magic and turns it what evil. we thought scourge was going to be. Yeah, well, yeah, exactly. And you're going to get a plus one to strength. I don't know why strength. I guess because maybe you want to be a barbarian about it. I don't know. But once per long rest, you gain it. <laughs> Sorry, this is so extreme. I remember reading it and laughing. Once per long rest, you gain a skeletal angel for a transformation. Holy shit! An, what? <laughs> an aura of ten feet. Of uh, a frighten of a fear what? that someone has to charisma save. That's yeah broke. You also do extra necrotic damage to all attacks and spells equal to your level. That's the broken. Yes. Oh no. So there it is. Now and what a fun role play. The fun role play. It's really flavorful and awesome. Um. So but, I don't want to detract from it. I know I've been kind of shitting on it. It's really cool. I do think it is distinctly overpowered. I wouldn't well, disallow yeah. it. You got it once a um, day. Yeah, I wouldn't disallow as a race, but I think that the overpoweredness of this race is a um, uh, is why it's become so damn popular to be in ASMR lately. Okay, Uh, sure, sure. I'm not gonna hate on that. That's fine. Like it's it's a really cool race. I do prefer the Dungeon Master's Guide version, even though the Dungeon Master's Guide version was a lazy way to make a race. It's because it is a direct reflection of a tiefling. So like uh, you gain, okay. so it's like, I'm trying to remember the teeth. I'm trying to remember both. You think I would have written this down, but like with the tiefling, like you resist fire with the, uh, uh, ASMR, you resist, uh, radiant. And then like with the tiefling, you get a cantrip 
a spell at level three, a spell at level five. Same thing with the uh, okay. ASMR, except for they're more holier spells. So I think you get light cantrip, lesser restoration spell, and like some evil banishing thing. I, I don't remember what spells, but it was just, and I kind of like the dichotomy of that yin and yin Yeah, and yeah, yang. and it like, makes sense. And it like, makes sense, this, and that was really cool. This is the opposite. Like, yeah. this is going to be, like, built the same way, they level the same way yeah. kind of deal. It, and it's in the same, like, power tier as every other race out right. there. Um, but it's also, it's, it's, less it's not different enough. You yeah, know, like and that, that is a big part of it. Like, I felt like this was a cool start. I was thinking to myself that when they release the the official ASMR, that they're going to take this and they're going to tweak it and make it more a little more unique. Instead, they went way more unique, but I, I would say a little overpowered, but not so overpowered that it's broken. Um, but yeah, ASMR, they're really cool. Um, I, I want to roll one when I get when I get the chance. Uh, what are your thoughts? Do you got any questions left? Um, I just like, auto- I'm automatically like biased to make it like a healer race. Like yeah, a, I think uh, again, they, they, they lean towards that naturally. But I like that fallen one. Like, wouldn't it be cool to switch, switch it up at some point? Like you take the, um, what is it? The protector, uh, sub race at first. And mm-hmm. then like something happens in the campaign and now you're, you know, you're the fallen. That so would be cool. Just like, like, okay, I level the same way and I did all the same stuff, but instead of this power, this sub race, now I'm this sub race. No, I think, I think that's totally doable. It's really easy. You just, you kind of just flip which, uh, rather than the plus one to wisdom. Now you got a little stronger. Take that away. And you're a little add less the wise. other thing. And, uh, all you got to do is swap the abilities. They're, they're basically the same. They all just have a, a, a one minor different feature. Like, with the Radiant Soul, you get to fly. With the Consumption, you get the Fire Aura. And with the Fallen, you get the uh, Frightening Aura. And you just swap those. Right, exactly. Um, and I like that. I think that's really cool. And that that would be really fun to explore. I think if I were to roll ASMR, I would think I would lean towards uh, a Warlock pack. But I think I would really lean towards like a Blade Lock version of it. I just like the idea of like being a spell hurler, but also summoning a Blade of Radiant Light and fucking shit up. With Hell it. yeah, that's That'd awesome. That would be really cool. So, uh, so yeah, other than that, I think we're done with ASMR. Yeah, I think so. Um, it's a fun race, and I, I look forward to seeing more of them. Um, but, yeah. Get out there and roll an ASMR, everybody. Yeah. All right, guys. Well, with that, I think we're going to call it a game, and we will talk to you guys later. You call guys have a good a one. Game. Bye. Don't put it in my ASMR. What? <laughs> what? Uh, oh, I didn't write it down. You didn't. What was it again? Um, oh, shit. <laughs> a thing that fogs are. The podcast Th- is foul, falling apart. Foul fogs. Foul fogs. Yeah, there we go. <laughs> <laughs> Everything's bullshit. <laughs> okay. <laughs> let's, let's. I quit. <laughs> oh, I just knock everything Fuck over. Fuck this game. Okay. I hate d It's four in the morning, Grandma. You win. <laughs> What's that from? Hey there, this is Justin Bartha. I made a funny new podcast, King of the Egg Cream. It has the greatest cast in the history of podcasts with actors like Louis Black. I'm torn by my feelings for two women. Bobby Cannavale. You can eat it, or if someone hits you, you can put it on your cut. Melanie Linsky. I wonder what these marvelous things are that look just like boiled chicken feet. Jason Ritter. I can break things and pick locks and kill people. Michael Stuhlbarg. The whole point is to inspire people that they should make themselves better. Ari Grainer. No, don't whet its appetite. What are you, an idiot? Me, Justin Bartha. That's not just any egg cream, that's a Lemke's special. And all narrated by the hilarious Richard Kind. This is the story of Harry Dalowitz. And how he rose from nothing. 
to become New York's King of the Egg Cream. So if you like funny true stories, come listen to King of the Egg Cream, available wherever you get your podcasts.